this episode, you'll meet Milan, an Indonesian entrepreneur who is behind a food chain with 1,600 outlets in 10 countries and a new company in the making, a cosmetic one with a very bold mission. But we will not talk about business too much. You will hear how her rebelliousness in early age made her feel pressured that she needs to succeed later on in business, marriage, and family. You'll hear a story about infidelity, mental and physical abuse, but also about striving for happiness. Enjoy. Hello, I'm so happy to be again on another interview of Shirox Global and today with a very, very special guest. I will interview with Zoya. How are you, Zoya, today? Hi, I, I have some uh, sore throat. So my voice might be breaking at some point, but I'm feeling well and very excited for this interview. And that's perfectly perfect the way She Rocks Global loves it. And today we are very excited because we have a friend on board, a lady we met where we met each other, where, where She Rocks Global was born. Uh, she's Nilam. She's here with us. Nilam, welcome. Thank you very much for your, for your time and for being here. Welcome to She Rocks Global. How are you today? Hello, Zoya. Hello, Maka. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm doing good. Uh, during the corona, I think I'm gaining some weight, so it's good. <laughs> it sounds like good news. Nilam, as always, we would ask you to very briefly introduce yourself. Tell, the, tell our audience about you. Okay. Hi, uh, my name is Nilam. I'm from Indonesia. I'm uh, 38 years old right now. I hope I'm still 27. <laughs> But uh, now I'm doing business, more into uh, culinary business. Actually, I'm the owner of Kebab Turkiwa Barafi, which right now we have for more than 1,600 outlets all around 10 countries right now. And uh, recently, I just also developed my new business uh, startup into a skincare industries and it's called Zuzu uh, so it's like uh, what you call beauty uh, skincare for women and we have the hashtag of Zuzu empowers you because all of us love to empower each other <laughs> thank you Nilam and you are a serial entrepreneur and you are definitely one of the most successful entrepreneurs that I know and I remember when we met and when you said the number of outlets which I think at that time was around 1200 so you are growing I remember I was like oh my god how am I in the same room with this lady uh, but we'll talk about it more but I also want uh, would kindly ask you if you can also share uh, apart from saying your age uh, your family status because I think it's also relevant especially you managed to build a business and uh, kids <laughs> at the same time <laughs> Uh, to be honest, so yeah, in Maka, uh, well, I'm not always, what do you call, uh, success or always be like in a good uh, condition, yeah. Because uh, when I start my business and I start to be married at that time, it's quite young, when I was 19 at the time. So it's quite a very difficult time because we have to manage to... Uh, what do you call making money because as a new family to be honest and we have kids it costs a lot of money definitely that's why we start to do the business uh, in culinary it start only with one humble a uh, push card you know push card next to the street that kind of push card with only white color but then then we managed to learn and uh, what do you call uh, trying to dream big yeah 
but managing the risk small with small capital to start the business and then we duplicate the business and then it's growing and growing and growing and um to be honest uh, i have three kids the 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 eldest one now is um he's 17 years old and then the second one 15 years old and then the third one is 14 years old so everything in my life is quite very fast and you know it's like a production yeah target production of business and family <laughs> but um yeah uh, in 2017 uh, there's also Uh, a, a, a quite a step back in my life. I have to divorce, but and then again, uh, only eight months after I divorce, I managed to get married again. And now I'm with my uh, husband, running my family, and Alhamdulillah, everything doing really good. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I remember that we met in that period when you were when you just met um, and uh, the the current husband. And yes. I I remember uh, sharing uh, lots of like experiences around relationships with you, and um, it's really good to that. That's why I asked to cover that part as well because I think it's it's very unusual that you have a, a really growing business at the same time when you have three kids growing. So when. People, I, I know you are very humble and we will come and I'm sure you will open up, uh, up about those times you felt unsuccessful and what frightens you now and everything. But uh, before that, I would really like to ask you, when somebody hears your story, this very short uh, part of what you all achieved at the same time, it's really amazing. And what would you say... Um, what made it happen for you that way? What made you successful in all of these different areas? How, how did that happen? Okay. Uh, yeah, at that time when I met you, Maka and Zoya, yeah, we were in the US. It's around two years, three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Uh, actually, it at that time, is in my uh, life that really mess up you know you know my when you look my face my condition and everything i i feel like i'm lost at the time because uh yes to be honest uh when i was married at 19 and then deciding to having uh kids and then having the second one having the third one to be honest it's not easy but i think i i do have regrets as well because my mom and my dad really what do you call have have some hopes that me going to be uh, finishing my university first and then taking my master and then working working for the government you know in Indonesia we have that kind of what do you call uh, stereotype or, or or parents wants their kids to be like that but and then there's nothing happened that Uh, something that my parents hopes uh, it's not the same with the things that I, I I made decision in my life so there is a part that I, I feel like I owe my parents so uh, when I make that decision to marry young and then I also drop out from my university <laughs> do, you, do you know that and then I was like okay I need to be success on whatever that I decide at that time yeah so I do trying hard to manage everything works from the business as well even though that's that's one is only push card 
but I think I need to show to my parents that at least I don't want to make them difficult more in terms of uh, financial, in terms of they are really helping me uh, to taking care of the babies at that time. So I am trying hard to be, what do you call, uh, their successful version of the hopes that they are looking for. Uh, so I think that's the one who motivate me time to time, yeah, to 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 pay back to my parents, even though they don't want, uh, they don't ask, or they they never uh, tell me anything about that. But as a child, as as the only children, yeah, as the only kids in my family, I, I have no siblings, yeah. So I feel like uh, I need to at least uh, pay, giving back something to my mom and my dad uh, to be successful or the best version of me that they can proud of and after that i managed to build my business uh raising my kid as well it's it's crazy yes you are so true it's not easy at all it's juggling endless sleep <laughs> i mean sorry i never sleep it's like every night it's almost like zombie you know like oh my god that's crazy and i even start the business it's actually from my house right so i think like oh my god managing culinary business it at your house you have to cook you have to uh, prepare the outlets and everything that's crazy and managing three babies oh my god it, it's like if, if one of my baby are sick and then two of them are going to sick and then three of them are going to sick i mean like oh my god it's, it's like crazy 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 super duper crazy <laughs> but yeah i mean like Time flies, yeah, uh, and and everything. I do believe that everything, if we try and do really hard, we will, it will pay off. And then uh, from financial side, it's 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 growing time to time. Alhamdulillah. And then my parents also give me full support on the business as well. Uh, not only for the business, but also taking care of the kids. I think it's it's one of the best thing that ever happened to my life. And then. Uh, I moved from actually Surabaya is the second uh, largest city from Indonesia, and then I moved into Jakarta. Jakarta is the capital, yeah. It's totally different, different game level, yeah. Uh, because Jakarta is a huge, huge city, metropolitan, and at that time my my business is so growing so big as well. Uh, in one side, I do feel like uh, everything goes so perfect from the business side but and then we have problems in the family side uh, I think both of us are changed yeah and then for me I do want something more in the if I, is it okay if I say something a bit more open yeah I, I think I'm the one who changed I want something that what do you call yeah uh, marriage is not just doing some obligation but it needs heart it needs it needs what you call we need to be comfortable as well and we need to, to service to each other but i don't have that things in my life in my marriage especially i just feel that this marriage is more like what you call business uh, deals and then time to times as well there's a lot of infidelity infidelity in my uh, marriage and uh, there's a lot of what do you call bad things happens i'm trying to talk to well, my Mila, just one extra one question when you say infidelity from your side or from your husband's side 
from the other side. <laughs> from okay. the other side. Just but to make even, things precise. But even though uh, that's happened from his side, in my opinion, yeah, uh, I'm not happy anymore. It's not just about the infidelity, but it's more about we don't have common, what do you call, common interest together again. It's only be about business and business and business. We are getting far away because he have to travel somewhere and then I have to check in on somewhere. And then uh, the things that we want is start to be different. But and then there's a lot of happen, yeah. There's a lot of happen uh, like abusive mentally and abusive physically. But as you see, I have a big body as well. So if sometimes a physically abusing happen, I do, uh, what do you call, uh, kick back him again. So it's, it's like unhealthy relationship at all. At that time, we fight a lot. And then we start to yelling in the house. And the kids is hearing about that, uh, what do you call, all the time. In the business as well, we, we keep fighting. It's all about ego. It's all about everything. And in 2007, in 2016, I'm asking him, okay, why don't we just end this marriage? And it's okay. We're becoming partner business. But and then after that, we I uh, he doesn't want to divorce. But and then 2017, I do apply to the a court and then uh, finally we legally divorce but and then the problems of uh, what do you call the the, uh, the sharing for the asset and everything and the business is very uh, totally uh, what do you call chaos and our divorce uh, it's also uh, had been uh, what do you call uh review by the media in all around Indonesia, even TV, even uh, newspaper and everything like that. So it's it's very well, you nice. You were the power couple. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that. You were the power couple of Indonesia, the successful story, the entrepreneurs. So I, I can imagine getting public into your private sphere wasn't easy at all. For you, for the family, for the kids. Uh, but something is just too hard, you know. It's just too heavy. People are always having hopes on you, you know. Uh, power couple, successful things, and they give you no room to doing something wrong. Or if you want even setback, it's very hard if you're in the front all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that happened. But Nilam, I really appreciate that you're sharing this uh, violence and this abusive story with your ex-husband. First of all, I would like to tell all our audience that you're a great example of, of success, uh, but the, 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 the authentic one, because as you were sharing, you, you cope with being a mother, building a very big business from one push car to uh, 1,600 outlets. Now you are on top of that, you are building another company. And you also managed to have that conversation with yourself about saying, hey, I don't want more much anymore this relationship, you know, like, and I want to move from this. And I think that it's very brave and also a great example. And I would like to ask you, what would you say to other women around the world? Because we know that women, we are victims of violence all around the globe. And sometimes we don't have the tools or the power or the energy to step out of the kind, that kind of toxic relationships. What would you advise to all the women that suffer from gender violence with their husbands inside their homes, especially this under COVID situation that things get really worse? 
what advice would you give them? Because you make it, you made it. You, 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 you were able to exit that relationship, to keep your business and to find uh, another relationship that it's, it's worthy, that it's caring, it's loving and that you like. And I think that's a great message we can give to a lot of females that are suffering inside their homes. What would you say to them? Yeah, first of all, being divorced is not easy at all. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to say it's like easy and then you will be happy forever. No, it's not going to be like that. But to realize that ourself deserve to be treated right, uh, I think I think that's that's the most apa ya, uh, that's the most uh, proper right to do. Yeah, we we cannot be. So evil to ourselves because we deserve to be happy. We deserve to be treated proper. We we deserve to be uh, serviced also by others because I know most of all like us, yeah, we know how to service our couple, right? Our our spouse. But the thing is, do we treat them the same by them, right? So I I, I told to myself, uh, the first thing first, we need to be uh, dependent in financial. As a woman, because with financial, we manage to have an option in life. I think that's the most precious thing in life is when we have option, whether we do want to do it or we want to stay. No one force us because we know we have the power, right? Once we sober, we have the power to choose with financial. Uh, not always financial, but there's some circumstances as well, yeah, that we we need to prepare. But at least with financial, we know that we be able to survive for ourselves. And most of the women, we are uh, taking the children with us, right? Takes a lot of cost for their paying their school, for for paying their uh, food and everything, right? Uh, okay, the man should pay for the uh, needs of our children. But hey, this is real life. Not as easy as it seems. Not as easy as it seems. Even though the court already making statement, okay, you need to pay something like this uh, amount, yeah, per month. In Indonesia, it's not going to happen like that. I don't know in other country, yeah, but in Indonesia, no. It's 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 very hard. It's very hard. So at least with we are independent financially, we have the option. We have we 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 can uh, survive by ourselves. We can pay. For our children, I think that's the, the the most basic needs that we need to realize. And with business, I do I do recommend for women, even though they are only stay at home, at least you need to manage your own uh, business or uh, I don't know. You you're looking for your income. You never know something happen. Probably our spouse will be. I'm sorry. There's an accident or something. You never know. There's no guarantee about future, about your husband or your spouse or whatever. At least we need to manage financial ourselves. I think that's the most important. I think that's a great, uh, great message, and um, it, it is a, a great showcase of why it's so important to uh, empower women on how they should, uh, in general, and why it's important to have equal pay, women in the workforce, not leaving workforce globally. And, and I think um, this is just additional, like uh, addition to that conversation. But I would just like to add one more thing. Um, you being humble as you are, when you talk right now, it sounds 
Well, I, I was uh, financially independent and I, that's why I managed to do all this. But I, I would like just to uh, give a, a short note to, to the audience uh, that you were in a way, uh, um, when I said a power couple, a poster child of Indonesia in terms of what means success. Uh, you built a, the you and your husband built the business together. You brought up three kids. You were very successful. The business was growing. It's a it's a recognized business which uh, moved beyond Indonesia. So you were all uh, celebrities uh, in your own country. And then another thing um, is that Indonesia is also very traditional when it comes to divorce. Um, much more than, for example, Western uh, countries. So I think that uh, the fact that you, for example, when you said in your example that you asked in 2016 for a divorce and only in 2017 officially managed to, to ask for it, that whole year was also you struggling and telling yourself, is it okay for you to do it despite your financial independence and because you had a status in the, in the country and I'm sure you were struggling whether you'll be able to, to keep it. And uh, that's why I just wanted to stress how, how despite the fact that you were financially um, independent, luckily for you and your family, but it was still, enormously hard and uh, and I know uh, before uh, another thing that I would like maybe to now steer away but of course if you have something to add please do but I know that you now are also working through your business to help women become financially independent so maybe if you can share a little bit about that because it's a great example how some bad things that happen to you and how it's important, how you moved it now to, to give back to the society through the business and your success. Yeah, but so yeah, uh, at that time, I'm not really financially independent. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do make my own money, yeah, but at that time, with the uh, nasty divorce as well, uh, after I got divorced, one month after I got divorced, uh, we still trying to manage to sort uh, the, the 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 sharing of the asset and the business and everything. My mom got leukemia, and you know, cancer leukemia, uh, spend you, you can spend a lot a lot amount of money. Yeah, and that time my mental is breaking down because I just divorced and it's very very bad, and then. The, the next thing is my mom got leukemia and then after that uh, three months after my mom got leukemia my mom died and then when I signed the paper when we sharing the asset and everything uh, I don't understand what I'm signing off to be honest because at that time I'm still busy on and off to go to the hospital to taking care of my mom and the thing is at that time I'm, I'm, I'm left behind with great amount of debt that's crazy with no money at all in the company so it took like four years yeah uh, to to finish everything from 2017 until 2000 and uh, oh, sorry three years 2019 and then after that I'm start to asking myself again what actually the one that make me happy yeah because okay I do run a company 
I do start. Uh, I, I I do. You can say that uh, be be able to expand into ten countries and having uh, more than one thousand outlet uh, all around the world. But is it make me happy? Because since 2017 until 2019, I I still keep fighting with my ex husband because we share for the area. So it's kind of like a very toxic, what do you call, a life, yeah. And I start to feel, okay, probably this thing is not the one that I want to look and make me happy anymore. That's why in 2019, I, I managed to find an investor. I sell my company, but I'm still have shares over there, minority. But at least I'm not becoming the CEO again. It's enough for like 17 years already. Yeah, I ran the company as being the CEO, and then uh, I want to looking for another side of my life. Yeah, and I think I still felt that uh, I want to empower for other people, just like me that ever have problems like me through my process, just like me, and. 2020, I took a break for like eight months, and then I start to build my business right now, Zuzu uh, Beauty Care. And the things that I'm emphasize is more into Zuzu. It's all about empowering. We want to help women. We work together with a lot of ministries, yeah, to make a program that we uh, allow us to help women to be empowered in a financial side and also help women to get more option cho- choices in life so they becoming more having more power yeah to, Nila, to yes i love to listen what you're sharing i love this about susu because it's not only a beauty business but also gives back and creates impact to create opportunities for female and to empower them and to give them financial autonomy. And, and, and thank you for that. Uh, after all you've been through all your story, you build an empire, a very big profitable business. You build a great family. You raised three kids. You didn't let down your parents that were so expect, have great expectations on their only child. Uh, I would like to ask you, what frightens you? Is there anything that frightens you today? Hmm. I'm, sometimes I'm afraid of life because life could be so beautiful at the same time you can have a lot of uh, challenges and not just one challenge yeah but sometimes life will take all the things in life that you love that's so scary I think if I have to through again 2017 when I need to divorce with a nasty, nasty condition, and then I, 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 I have to through again to uh, when my mom died. I think that would be very. I, I can I just cannot. I just cannot through that process anymore. And after that as well, uh, I need to fit. I, I need to settle my company with the 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 separation process, and. It has a lot of debt, but not just debt, yeah. It's it's a lot of suing process from the franchisee. It's a long of suing process from the suppliers because we have a lot of bank and we cannot pay at that time. But I managed to finish three three years, yeah. But that's the whole four years, 2016 until 2019. Uh, if I have to through it again, I don't think that I cannot through it again. I think that's that's 
that's the thing that scares me sometimes. Well, so, well, well, Maka, I don't think I'm not that that uh, what do you call strong. <laughs> I don't think I'm not that. Uh, I believe you are very brave. You are very strong, and we need, we have so much to learn from you. And I really like. I would like to share that you're so humble because. Uh, check this lady, go to Tech Milan. She's a celebrity. She's changing the world, not only through her business, but creating impact, giving back. Uh, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for this conversation. And to start wrapping up this conversation that I, I hope it's the first of several we will have in the future. Count on us. We are expecting in Latin America, Zuzu, whatever you, you want. I, I And in Serbia, in the Balkans too, we want Zuzu to go all around the world, not only helping, I mean. uh, <laughs> empowering women uh, and trying to help them build their financial autonomy. I think that's the key for uh, freedom. And I really believe that. I, I want to ask you, just to wrap up, uh, what makes you rock, Nilam? What makes me rock? Hmm. Wow, it's a good question. I, I never thought about that. Uh, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. And happy is not as simple as you develop big companies, make a lot of money. But I think now I can define happy is to be able to share and sharing benefit with others. That's why I'm making Zuzu. And I think that's my goal for the for the next of my life, a yeah, chapter of my life. <laughs> Probably start to entering 40. And I think that's going to be a very exciting journey. <laughs> you didn't think about it, but you gave such a great answer. I cannot... Uh... Thank you. <laughs> so, thank you very much. I Both Maka is drawing hearts uh, in her uh, screen. And I just want to thank you, Nilam, very much for being open, for sharing so many uh, personal things, for sharing, for being a rock star that you are and still managing to stay so humble. Uh, and for I also want to thank you for doing everything that you are doing to support other women, which also this conversation is definitely a part of because I know that Many of us uh, recognize um, ourselves either in the past relationships, future relationships, and some uh, decisions we've made before. Uh, thank you very much for being a guest of She Rocks Global, and we can't wait to share your episode with the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> She Rocks Global is a podcast collaboration produced by Makarena Botta, Nwabi Samayema, and Zoya Kukic. This season of She Rocks Global was recorded in the American Corner Cape Town, which is also where you will find our sound engineer, T. Cry Gegana. Theme music for this podcast is composed and arranged through a collaboration between South African musician Nosihe and Hannes Sagasa from Germany. Mixing engineer is T. Luminous. She Rocks Global is a podcast that showcases the stories of perfectly imperfect women from around the world. Should you be or know someone whom you think we should be talking to, please contact us through our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter channels. Handle SheRocksGlobal, hashtag SheRocks. Until next time, keep rocking.